you said you'd come. Lawrence, hope you're not too late. We know each other. He's a friend from work. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Is It Worth a Tenner from Wulong Talks. Hi, my name is Jason, I'm the host of the Wulong Talks podcast as you know by now. And uh, welcome back, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm delighted to have you with us and have you listening along. If you don't know what Wulong Talks is, that's me and my brother Rich, aka Rich Kid, aka the Rustling Kid. Uh, me and he, me and uh, him usually talk about movies, comic books, games, TV shows, geek culture, all that good kind of stuff, basically. Uh, now, um, if you're listening to this and you're finding that I'm sounding a little bit different, that's because I'm trying recording in a different room at the moment. Uh, my son is enjoying himself in the living room right now, and I didn't want to disturb him, and I didn't want him disturbing me, so I relocated temporarily to the kitchen. So as I said, if it does sound a bit different... Um, um, do bear with me. It's uh, I'm just kind of working with what I can work with at the moment. Now uh, it's been a while since I've done it. Is it worth a tenor review? Um, and you know they, they're probably not going to be very forthcoming, um, or, or many of them forthcoming in the foreseeable future because of the circumstances we're in at the moment. Um, I guess you can't really do any podcast without acknowledging the fact that um, we're living in strange times right now and very disturbing times in, in some cases and um you know we're all trying to make the best of it i guess we're all um, self-isolating we are doing so here in the uk and i'm doing so as well um and we're just trying to make the most of it as as much as we can um but with that in mind we're going to try and keep the content coming to you as well we had a, a really cool instagram live chat that we did last week which was a lot of fun um, and a lot of you got in and, and joined in with us and got involved in the chat and were throwing up questions and all sorts and it was wicked and that's the kind of thing that we love here so um, we're definitely going to try and do another one of those as soon as we can um, it will probably be within the next week or so but we'll let you know when uh, that's coming up um, also we'll try and get some more podcast content going on the podcast channel as well just so that there's um, stuff for you there to listen to while you're self-isolating and stuff because if there's one thing we'll be doing a lot of it'll be a lot of watching movies gaming reading comics and watching tv shows so we may as well use the opportunity to talk to you guys about what we've been doing and uh, see how that goes you know but otherwise, as I said, welcome to you for um, for those of you who are new here. What I tend to do with the Is It Worth a Tenor reviews is they tend to be just kind of short podcasts where I talk a little bit about what I've been watching recently and um, my thoughts on it and basically whether I think it's worth a tenor or not. Um, 
Now, that was usually, you know, done with a view to kind of you spending a tenner on going to the cinema to watch something. But as said, because of global events, there's probably none of you who will be doing that um, for the foreseeable future. So instead, I'm going to focus on things that we can watch via streaming services with these reviews. Um, and this has given me a chance to do a lot more Netflixing. So I'm, I'm doing loads of Netflixing at the moment. So I'll be talking a lot about the things that I've been watching and, and getting on with. And the two things that I wanted to talk about today are um, two that I recently watched on Netflix. One is the movie Uncorked, um, which I've got a few thoughts on, which I'll share with you soon. And also the TV series Kingdom. Um, which I just love. I mean, I love the first season and the second season's back and it's even better. But um, yeah, first off, let me get into Uncorked, which is a movie that I um, I came across because the official Twitter account for Netflix posted up a trailer for it. And that was about maybe, I want to say about a week ago that I saw. Um, the trailer may have been around for longer than that, but um, that's when I kind of saw it. And it immediately kind of, spoke to me I guess because it was a, a movie that um, featured black characters and a black family um, but was kind of telling a slightly different story for um, you know the for, for black characters in in a sense that it was focused um, on the, a young man who wants to become a sommelier now sommeliers uh, I heard the phrase once or twice before knew nothing about it so um, if nothing else, this movie really kind of gave me <laughs> an eye-opening um, experience and education into kind of the world of, of um, you know, wine expertise and, and how much is required in order to become a, a wine expert. So, yeah, it was a real, real eye-opener, as said. Um, is the movie worth a tenner? I would say yes, it is. Um, there was some good and some not so good things about the movie but generally you know I quite enjoyed it um I thought it was particularly given the times that that we're living in at the moment it was quite timely in the sense that it's um it's very inoffensive it's um easy going it's an easy watch um there's nothing too complicated or, or strenuous that you're gonna have to be involved in in order to enjoy the movie even if you don't understand wine or the first thing about it, like me, and you just know red, white, and rosé, and that's about it, um, you'll get, you know, a real sense of kind of why wine is important to um, the lead character in this story. But, um, yeah, I mean, beginning with kind of the characters and stuff, um, the characters are, are quite interesting and, and, and quite fun to watch. Um, the lead character is a guy called Elijah, um, who is basically a guy who you get the sense is not really kind of found his direction and his uh, way he wants to kind of live his life. Um, he currently works two jobs, one at a wine shop and, and one at his father's barbecue restaurant, which has been in the family for some time. And his father um, wants him to take over the business eventually and, and you know to kind of keep it in the family so to speak but um elijah obviously has these other dreams um to become a, a sommelier to become a, a wine expert and um i guess it would be unusual for somebody from memphis tennessee to want to become a wine sommelier expert because you know it's one of the things that 
um, his father kind of has pushed back against and, and it causes um, some tension between the two of them and the movie really explores this uh, dynamic and this relationship between him and his father and with his, his mother as well. Um, and, you know, it, it plays very heavily on the idea that, you know, our parents have a certain set of goals and expectations for us. And, um, you know, our kind of desires don't necessarily always mesh up with, with their expectations. And so we find ourselves kind of battling their will and, and their want um, for us to do one thing while we want to do another. And I think the movie kind of handles that generally pretty well. Um, the dialogue between the, the characters at, at times is really good. There's some really nice quotable lines in there. Um, I particularly liked one of the early scenes where um, Elijah uh, meets a character who um, is trying to buy some wine um, and doesn't know anything about wine. And so he uses kind of hip hop as an analogy to, to kind of explain the differences between uh, Chardonnay and Pinot Grigio and, and um, Riesling which is quite amusing um and there's other kind of quite decent jokes in there as well um that do work quite well within the um within the story and the structure so you know i found the dialogue to be really good really fun um quite playful but also kind of um telling you what you need to know about these characters and who these people are um one of the things i i really liked about this movie as well was the soundtrack the soundtrack's awesome um, it's mostly kind of uh, Memphis hip hop and hip hop from that part of the United States of America, um, which has quite a unique sound to it. Um, and I think it really kind of plays in well with uh, the way that the, the movie is telling its story and, and how it's choosing to do that. So, um, you know, it does work well. Sometimes with, with soundtracks that have... Um, you know, original compositions, original hip-hop songs and things like that, it can feel a little bit like someone's mixtape when you're listening to it, um, which can kind of take you out of the movie a little bit. But in this instance, I actually felt it, it kind of worked pretty well with um, the story and, and what they were trying to do with that. Um, the cast are all uniformly really, really good in the movie. Um, you know, I really had no complaints at all about any of the cast. Um, they do a fantastic job in the movie. They do a fantastic job in selling the movie and, and selling the characters and, and the journey that they go on. Um, my favourites were, um, you know, the lead actor, Mamadou Atiye. I believe that's how you pronounce his surname. If I've pronounced that wrong, please correct me. But um, he's really good. He he has like a kind of easygoing sort of charm to him and that, that comes across feeling very human and, and very realistic and very easy to relate to. So you don't really have any difficulty kind of connecting with his character. Um, Nisi Nash, who plays his mother, is is fantastic. Um, she's funny. She's also quite endearing. And, um, you know, no spoilers, because I don't do spoilers in, in these chats. But, um, you know, she her character goes on, on a journey and, and she kind of adapts to the role really really well as, as the character kind of goes on the journey um Courtney B Vance who plays his dad is you know is a, a character actor who's a, a legend really has been in so many different movies tv shows stage shows I mean you name it he's been in it and um he's one of those kind of dependable character actors really he's somebody who you know regardless of the material you know is always gonna 
um, bring a decent level of performance, and, and he does so here. Um, you know, he's very convincing as as a dad who, you know, just wants the best for his son, but also doesn't want to see kind of the, the family legacy uh, go to waste, and, and he feels quite convincing in that role. Um, there's a host of others as well. There's uh, Sasha Compierre, who plays... Um, who plays uh, the main character Elijah's uh, girlfriend and love interest, I guess. Um, although I didn't think she got that much to do in the story, really. Um, she was there for some, you know, for some of the key scenes, but but there wasn't really that much that they did in terms of character development and things like that with her. But but what she got, she was solid with. Um, and the rest of the cast, uh, you know, all pretty much do their jobs. Um, the cons are, I guess it is kind of a slow movie so you know if you wanted something that was quite snappy and fast-paced this isn't it um it certainly does take its its time with um progressing the plot and with progressing um the character developments and the things that happen with them um and the the plot itself is not massively unique i mean there's probably quite a few movies you can think of that have very very similar plot lines and that isn't necessarily a complaint because you know i am of the opinion that it's pretty much hard these days to to do anything that isn't or hasn't been done by somebody else beforehand. So you're kind of, you know, fighting an, an, an uphill battle really to try and find anything quote unquote original um, these days. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it, in terms of family drama, it kind of ticks the, the, the relevant boxes and, and follows the, the relevant cliches of, of the family drama type movie. So um, you're not really going to get too many shockers in there or, or too many things that, um, you know, will will come out to surprise you. I mean, there was there, there, again no spoilers, but you know there is a, a development with one character which kind of happens halfway through the movie, which um, you would have seen coming from pretty early on, as it's kind of signposted by the script and and, and by the dialogue. Um, so it wouldn't really come as a surprise once this event happens, and um, you know, I, I suppose this type of movie doesn't necessarily need to pull out lots of tricks and plot twists and things like that but but it's still it's still a bit grating really to be able to you know spot these things from a mile off it would be nice I guess if if there was a a, a bit of you know surprise a bit of a, a rug pull in there um that said I mean apart from that the movie certainly doesn't outstay its welcome um, it's a fairly shortish runtime, so you know you're not going to be sitting there for ages um, streaming this. And as said, it it does have s- some really really good performances in there, and the dialogue is really good as well. Um, you know, I found the jokes to to be quite funny. <clears throat> and as said, I feel like I've learned so much about wine watching this uh, movie. So, you know, I would say it's worth your time. It's definitely worth a tenner. So um, check it out. You can stream it right now on Netflix. Um, it's called Uncorked, so just type it into your Netflix, um, check it out, watch the trailer, see what you think. Um, but if you're willing to give it the time of day, I think you'll find it quite a, a charming and you know inoffensive and, and fun watch. So um, definitely go and check that out. Okay, um, I'm going to take a short break so I can go and grab a drink and then we'll be back soon. 
Okay, I'm back. Glad you're still with me. Thank you for listening along still. Um, I've re- rehydrated my throat and it should sound a little less croaky now, <laughs> hopefully. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you all about the second thing I wanted to review, which is Kingdom. Now, man, I love this show so much. <laughs> it's amazing. Um those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while will probably remember that that initially when I first saw Kingdom Season 1, I did a Is It Worth a Tenor review and I urged you all to, to go and watch it immediately. And um, a lot of you did, which is awesome. And, um, you know, we've now got the second season of, of Kingdom available on Netflix right now. And... Jeez Louise is good. <laughs> it's so good, man. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Kingdom is basically like a... It's like a part historical drama, part zombie action, martial arts, thriller, everything mashup. Um, without trying to give, you know, too much away, um, basically there is a, an outbreak of a virus or a disease... Um, which causes the the dead to reanimate um, and to become extremely violent and attack people, you know, zombies. Um, But it's not your George A. Romero type zombies. It's more maybe, I guess, if for zombie aficionados and and for people who are particular about these things, I guess you would class them more as the the infected. Um, So, yeah, they're, they're kind of... They still have some capacities. They're able to kind of sprint really fast. Um, they're able to kind of break down doors and walls and things like that. Um, so they're yeah, they're quite terrifying, really. Um, and Kingdom, you know, really kind of plays with the expectations and and the tropes of of that type of genre along with. Said, including um, this historical drama element. Um, now, you know, again, I don't want to give away too much because, and I feel really hard talking about this because there's so much I want to say, but so much of it is spoilerish. Um, but suffice to say, if you watched the first season and you enjoyed it, you're going to love the second season. It's more of the same. Um, plus, we get somewhat of a resolution to um, some of the plot threads that were going on in season one. Um, and we get some new threads, uh, which will hopefully touch wood, give us a season three. Um, yeah, there's lots of things kind of going on in, in the plot. But, you know, the main selling points of, of this series are the, the characters in it are really, really interesting. Um, they're well written. The acting's brilliant in it. Um, the special effects are great, um, it's gory, it's got martial arts, it's got blood, it's got violence, but it's also got some very touching kind of character moments within there as well. Basically, do you know what Kingdom is? Kingdom is the the TV series that The Walking Dead used to be um, before it lost its way somewhere after season six. Um, I don't know because I don't even watch The Walking Dead anymore, but... Um, it, it you know it it is if you're somebody who who's not feeling the walking dead anymore and and has lost kind of interest in it then i cannot recommend kingdom highly enough um it's set in uh ancient south korea and it's framed around kind of 
um, the war, the impending war between um, Korea and Japan and and the invasion of of South Korea by Japan um, and kind of the the desperation of the royal family and, um, you know, that desperation leading to weakness um, and various different crazy things going on with with different um, clans within uh, the ruling class in in Korea who are kind of seeing opportunities to grab power and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff is is going on along with, as said, this virus outbreak that they're trying to deal with and contain and are struggling to do. visually it's it's amazing um the beginning of episode four i think it is has um an action sequence that's actually played in reverse i mean it wasn't filmed in reverse obviously but it's um it's played in reverse and at first you think you kind of you think they've kind of done it for you know style purposes but then as the episode goes on you actually understand that the reason they did that is because they're trying to show you that you know, there were certain things that happened in the past before the events of where the series is at now that is dictating what's happening now with, with the series. And I thought it was just such a clever way of of, of kind of doing that, you know, in a, um, a way that people wouldn't necessarily expect. But, um, yeah, I would absolutely, absolutely, absolutely recommend you watch Kingdom, even if you're, you're not a Walking Dead fan, um, necessarily. It's... It's great. I mean, I will say if you're not a horror movie fan or, or, or something like that, then you might, you know, you, you, you might not enjoy it. Um, but honestly, there's just so much good stuff in there that it's hard for you to not come away with something that you would like. Um, for me, you know, Netflix has, has become a real hotbed of, of Korean kind of TV and, and dramas and, and movies. So you can get access to lots of this. But for me personally, in my opinion, Kingdom is by far the best of, of Netflix's Korean offerings. Um, it's just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And as I said, I don't want to talk too much about it because if I do, I'm going to start going into spoilers, which is going to spoil it for you guys. Um, so I'm just going to strongly, strongly recommend that you go and check out uh, Kingdom if you haven't done so already. Um, both seasons are available now on Netflix. So just search for Kingdom and it will pop up and you can get streaming. Now, um, if you do want to get in touch with us and talk about um, any of the things that I've discussed here, and if you agree with me, if you disagree with me, which is totally cool, by the way, I love having chats with people about movies and and TV shows and, well, civil chats with people. I mean, some people are arseholes, let's be honest, but that's why I'm I'm very liberal with the block button. So if you're an asshole, you'll get blocked. But if you disagree with me and you want to have a chat about it, that's cool. Let's have a chat. How do you do that? Well, easy peasy. Make sure you listen to the end of this podcast and you'll find out how you can get in touch with us on social media. Um, Now, as I mentioned, we'll be doing a lot more Instagram live uh, chats and things like that as well. So we may even do a, a, a kingdom live chat thinking about it actually so um, i'm going to keep prodding rich and make sure that he watches it um and then when he does we'll we'll do a live chat on kingdom i think because that'll be fun um so yeah as i said make sure you kind of uh follow us on social media and and get involved uh, with everything we're doing on there as well otherwise that's going to do it from me i think um so thanks very much for listening uh, i hope you guys are doing great Um, As said, I know it's crazy out there, so, you know, stay safe, um, keep your loved ones safe, 
um try and remain as positive as you can you know try and enjoy as, as much as you can about the the world around you right now it may all seem very bleak um but you know we can get through this if we work together so let's keep doing that let's keep supporting each other you know that that always brings out the best in people when we do so let's do that let's show each other a little love and a little peace and you know a little kindness each day and um we can make this world you know a a much more habitable and hospitable place than it is right now and that's my rant done i'm out of here take it easy and i'll see you on the next one peace Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the Britpod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters. 